Blog Talk Radio. Because we bind ourselves up and we bind people up from helping us. This is why some of us are surrounded and are surrendering because we won't listen to people that are around us. We won't take help from people that can help us. If my son tells me, don't touch the top because it's hot, if he's never burnt his hand, guess what? I don't need to find that out. He told me the truth. We love to say that. I don't need to go through it to tell you don't do it. I don't need to always go through it to tell you how to get out of it. Because sometimes our going through in it sometimes weakens us when we need to deal with people while they're in it. If I fail and you fail, then I say, well, you know, ain't nobody showed me that much mercy, so I'm going to go with the extra mile. No, you need to tell them they're wrong, and they need to get up. But you got to ignore. You got to ignore the devil. You got to ignore the contradiction. Because when you get into dialogues trying to explain everything, oftentimes you back yourself into a corner or you talk yourself into doubt. It doesn't matter what you've gone through before this time because we can say, well, God has allowed me to go through these things. Maybe he's going to allow me to go through this. I, can't, I don't know that if he didn't tell me that. you got to start ignoring the, the contradictions, ignoring the adversary. You got, and sometimes, help me, you got to ignore people. And what I mean by that is this. You don't have to be rude to people just... Let it go in one ear and out the other and stay saved and keep your proper attitude. Understand this. Good people can tell you the wrong thing with the right motives. And because they're telling you the wrong thing with the right motives, you can't charge them. You just charge it that they tried to help me, but that just wasn't God. Not that they weren't spiritual, not that they weren't saved. That just was not God at that time. You, but you have to learn. You got to ignore the enemy because the enemy loves to talk to us when you're in the middle of it. In some of my my darkest times of being ill, I said, I can't do this. The enemy will talk to you. He said, you've given all of your youth to the Lord and this is your payback. You've been sick and people have been healed by you when you've been sick. He will talk to your mind. And tell you, you know what, you might as well surrender. You might as well give up. There's nothing more to this. And as believers, we have to understand this when we're dealing with the world. Because the world tells us we are praying to a cosmic sugar daddy. We are praying and going after some cosmic Santa Claus. We We are going after some myth or legend. And if you are not careful within your times of distress... You can actually start giving heed to that and say, maybe I really have believed on a lie. And maybe the things that worked out for me were coincidences and not the intervention of God. So you have to, and the enemy will crowd your mind, your heart. He will talk, talk. And it's worse when you recognize when he used people. And that sounds sometimes hard when people around you are being used 
and they don't know they're being used. They're like, why do they say that like that? They don't know. I just thought two minutes ago, A, B, C, and D, and they're going to come right around here out of the blue and go A, B, C, and D. But that's, that's how you know you're in warfare. And that's why you can't always try to explain everything. Dialogue about everything. Many of us, by the time we finish talking about it, we're depressed and discouraged. You know who else died? You know who else got sick? You know who else kids sick? You know who else lost their job? My God, I don't need to know unless you tell me pray for them. Not we have another 10-minute discussion about how bad it was. The Lord has been dealing with me. He said, stop talking about everything. Everything is not up for discussion. He says, but pray. It says, be anxious for nothing. But by prayer and supplication. But no, we want to talk about it. I want to talk to you for 30 minutes about how eight more people don't die. I need to be praying God will spare and have mercy on the rest of us. Help the families that are left behind. Help your people that are here to deal with it. No, no, no. I don't spend an hour and I'm depressed. I'm discouraged. I'm extra, extra scared now. I don't want to step out the door. I don't want to open the door. And those things, when you start listening, listening to different things, the enemy is so subtle. And, and that's another thing. You don't understand the enemy is very subtle without conversation. He gets in us. That's his job. He pulls us into reasoning. That's what he did with Eve. She only reason she got deceived because she started thinking about this thing. Because it does look good. She didn't look good the whole time. All of a sudden it looked better that time. Well, it is good for food. Y'all got food. Why are you in this dialogue with this death, with this serpent? and is able to make one wild. But what do you think you don't know? And what the enemy does, he pulls us into these dialogues, pulls us into Facebook, pulls us on, on Twitter, pulls us on Instagram. And we pick up all of these snippets and we eat and we eat and we dialogue, we respond, we like, we dislike, we hate it, we don't like it, we can't see why they did it, we don't know why they did it. All the while, us away from the fact that the enemy is trying to surround us. He's trying to surround us and box us in in our faith that we won't still grow and mature. So the first thing you got to do so you won't be surrendered when you're surrounded, you got to ignore the devil. You got to ignore the adversary. But number two, you got to pray. It sounds so outdated and antiquated. It is so interesting. It's a side note. And, and I say this only because apologetics is my thing these days, is what I have to do. Is that you look in the world, you even see on every commercial, they push yoga, meditation. <clears throat> what are they communicating to? Now, how ignorant if you're just saying, I'm tapping into what? Nothing. The nothing, the universe. You're tapping into nothing that has no will, can't feel for you, can't think for you, can't help for you, don't have your best interest in mind. But if I'm praying to a God that has a person, 
and there is a person has a personality and that cares for me, that when I contact him, he's going to respond to me back, that I don't leave away with nothingness. I don't leave away with just me. I leave empowered, but I leave empowered with his backing. So we find that when Hezekiah heard these things, he called the people together, put on their customary clothing for prayer, put on sackcloth and said, oh my God, we got to send word to Isaiah. Isaiah, look, man, we are in trouble. These are verses. He said, this is a bad day. He said, this man is blaspheming God. He's telling the people don't listen to me. He's telling them, you know, you might as well give up because we're going to take you over. He didn't know what to do. And when you look at Hezekiah, we look at his story, we know that Hezekiah was a righteous man, but the righteous man ended up in an impossible situation. That though we are believers, Though we love God, we know God, we serve God, sometimes God will allow us to get into impossible situations where we're surrounded. We're surrounded by a job. We're surrounded by just family. Then we're surrounded by what we need to do for the church. Then you're just surrounded by just yourself. Whether you're old or young, you've got to take care of your body. We're surrounded by so many things. But what Hezekiah did was not just strike up the army and say, get more reinforcements, do this, pull the kids in the fight. He said, pray. And he called the people to pray. And he sent word to, to Isaiah to say, and we want for you to pray. That when you're in your surrounded situation, don't get tired of asking people to pray for you. Why? Because everybody was in it together. So when Hezekiah said, let's pray, everybody was going to be subject to the invasion. We're at a point in our society and time now, we are all facing the same fight. So then we need to pray. Request prayer, but also pray when you feel like you're surrounded. Prayer is that avenue whereby it puts the situation outside of you. Understand, people go to psychiatrists and psychologists and these people, and that's fine and that's good. But certain things, and, but we can do that same thing before our God. We can tell him everything. I mean, we can tell him the raw, the ready, and the in-between. Say, God, this is just really how I feel. I'm feeling alone. I'm feeling destitute. I feel like nobody loves me. I feel like no one understands me. I don't feel like anyone cares about me. He said, when you feel surrounded, that pressure, it, it, that's why we pray. God does not tell us to come to him and he's going to be an absentee God. We don't serve an absentee father. That when we call upon him and in his wisdom and in his way, he's going to always respond. So that when you're surrounded, the only way you can stay not surrendered, you've got to keep up your prayer, even if it's the same prayer. Every now and again, I've got down on my knees. I say, God, all I, all I can say is help me. I say, you know what? I ain't got no fancy words. And I know scriptures. I, I'm not calling up a scripture. Oh, I just need help. Because you know all the words. Pick one and help me. 
help. I don't know what to do. I'm tired. Tired of talking. Nobody don't get what I'm saying. They're they talking around me. And it's not there for sitting. Now, the thing is, when we're like that, we, we become combative and start fighting believers. It is no one's job to understand you like that. It is no one's job. That is no one's personal burden to understand it every time you talk to them. And we think when people don't understand it, uh, we begin to isolate ourselves. So we we in a wall, then we get a wall in the wall. The enemy got us in one, and we don't build one on the inside. And sometimes when we build that wall, we start building it with God. I ain't gonna read today. I ain't gonna pray today. I'm not going to get online today. I'm not going to talk to them. Oh, God, who calling me? What they want? What do they want? What do they want today? What do they want? You begin to build a wall in the wall. And what you have to do is pray. You pray. You offer up your burdens unto God. You say, God, I'm hurt. I feel alone. I feel isolated. I feel this. I feel that. Or they lied on me. They talked about me. They got me wrong.